welcome friends to the business of personal brand photography. My name is Paula Brennan and I am your host and I am so excited today to be welcoming a dear client but also a beautiful human who I know is going to be able to share so much of a wealth of experience and knowledge about how we can create great images that are really going to serve our clients afterwards. Because I do believe that sometimes us as photographers, we can get a little bit stuck in the process and we can forget about what the final use is and how best to be able to create to help other people who have relationships in your client's world too, in order to bring their brand to life. So I'm so excited to welcome brand stylist and brand coach Delise Wright today. Hi, Delise. How are you doing? Hey, Paula, I'm really well. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know I love you. So just for a little bit of backstory, everybody, Delise is actually a client of mine. We have been connecting pre-COVID, during COVID. Um, yeah. She lives interstate from where I live. And it was a long journey for us to get to your photo shoot, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It really was. But it was so worth it. Yeah. And I loved <laughs> and what I love too is that I think over the time that we were talking, your brand in itself had a lot of evolutions. And so I think as I find with a lot of my clients is the photo shoots often take place when they need to. So sometimes you can think that you want to do something, but when it actually happens, the time in between was there for a reason, right? 100%. Yes. I have this journey with so many of my clients where it's a, a long, it's a long game. Do you find that with your, your clients as well, when you're kind of like in the creation mode with your brand clients? Yeah, always. There's always a reason why there is a, either a big gap in time um, or, you know, content's been delayed or something that, you know, there's been a delay and then you reflect back and go, ah, that's why. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're both energy workers, are the two of us, me and Delise. That's why we hit it off really well. We both uh, love connecting to the universe and listening in to the signs and the hints. So you're going to get a bit of woo-woo on this conversation to everybody. We love woo-woo. <laughs> so Delise, just so that everybody has a good idea of why I've brought you here, can you give us a little bit of introduction into why you have landed in this beautiful business that you've created, which is 1070 Bespoke? Sure, absolutely. I I kind of fell into design actually. So my backstory is that I I had a health and wellbeing center. Um, yeah, y- years ago now. It was beautiful in itself of how it came about because it came about through a lot of manifesting and visualization and and, and vision boards. But I so I found myself as the owner of a beautiful health and wellbeing center. And all of a sudden, I had all these hats to wear. Um, I came out of a, a corporate role, and all of a sudden, I've, I've, I'm retail manager. I'm a receptionist. I'm a marketer. I'm, you know, all these all these different hats. And I I grew the center to a a really thriving hub of activity. So we. Uh, we had at one stage there, we had 21 practitioners. We were running workshops and classes and all this sort of thing. Uh, so I I thought, well, I need a really good website. And as you do, you think, well, I can do that. Let's give it a go. So I taught myself how to uh, build a website, which was a big learning curve, but you know, great fun. And then as the business developed, the monthly newsletters that I was creating, they just, they they weren't enough. We had that much to share that I thought, well, 
we kind of need something bigger. So I taught myself how to create a magazine. And that's where I learned the Adobe suite. So Adobe InDesign and, and Photoshop and uh, went down that path. And that's where I really discovered that I love design. So I really enjoyed putting the magazine together. I loved the digital marketing. So the newsletter went out. And then practitioners started asking me to build their website and to do their marketing material. So when when it came time to sell the the wellbeing center and and move on it was a natural progression to move into design full-time so yeah my brand has gone through quite a number of identity crises I'd say (laughs) I think everybody's (laughs) had those (laughs) I look back at when I first started and I shake my head now and go oh my goodness what was I thinking? Uh, but now I, I've I've landed. You know, I feel you know, 1070 Bespoke um, is my design studio. It's my design baby. I I love it with a passion, and um, love the clients that I serve. And yeah, I so those, you know those those car crashes of identity. I think that that helps you to understand and meet your clients where they're at and help them to get oh, out absolutely. of the same stuck place. You know, I think every, every sort of, I think every kind of roadblock that I've hit in my journey as well only helps me to be a better, a, a better creator, a better supporter of my yeah. clients. So yeah, we've, I think everybody's got those stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Just hidden in the background of the, <laughs> the interwebs there somewhere <laughs> still floating around out there, but <laughs> hopefully it. hopefully you've layered and redirected enough time so <laughs> yes <laughs> great stuff so I wanted to maybe just touch base now just so that the photographers who are listening so we're talking to brand photographers just like myself and other photographers who might be dipping into this what kind of clients are you finding that you are really enjoying creating with and creating for at the moment mm, so creative business owners are pretty much my client base, clients in service-based business, so photographers, lots of florists uh, and, you know, just yeah, creative uh, businesses. So whether it's a service or a product that they are offering and it's startups or rebrands mm. and they're my two favourite uh, you know, client types. So um, it's, it's very much... A lot of my clients, they've, they've come to me from a place of starting on their own. Mm. So they've done their business card and they've, they've maybe done their website or they've had it done but a while ago and now they're looking at stepping up mm. or stepping further into their brand and so they'd like to step that up and that's where I come in. I'd have to say that my clientele is probably the exact same because I feel like when people come to me, they're in the same place as they're coming to you, which is why I wanted to bring you on and have a chat with you today. Because as I said in the earlier part, I find a lot of photographers forget that there's got to be another use for the photos. They're not just to look pretty. They're not just portraits. They've got to be functional marketing, visual content for the clients. And so what I really wanted to talk to you about was I guess when people are creating websites for you, when you're creating websites with them, what are you finding is the most important styles or the base images, the the must-haves that everybody needs? Mm, So the must-haves would be your portrait 
photos really so you want those you know lo- lovely photos uh, of well, who, who am I dealing with who am I working with who who are you so those really lovely natural shot to the to, to the camera basically introducing yourself through that imagery the other photos that are are, are, are fantastic for a website are your activity shots so we don't want to get all of the the photos, you know, facing the camera. Um, We want those key ones and then those photos that show us doing what we love to do. Mm. So if we are a service-based, say say, uh, coaches, for example, we want them, you know, coaching somebody. We want an image of them actually doing that activity or they might have a headset on or they might be speaking into a microphone or they, you know, it's those doing shots where, the person looking in is going, oh, right, that's what they do. Oh, I'm getting a bit of a behind the scenes. I'm getting an understanding of what this person is is like, what they're, what they're doing. Yeah, my terminology I always say is I want to help you to, I want to help to create images that feel like working with you, like feel like that experience. Yeah. And yes. so, yeah, so whether you go into people's workplaces or whether it's just, you know, dummying up sort of them working with clients and that kind of thing, I believe that that's, you know, really integral to creating that great website experience. So do you find as well that you're looking for more detailed shots? So, you know, a lot of the time when we're talking about those behind the scenes, you might have like, you know, the full heads and the bodies in action and that kind of thing. But do you like to have more granular images, maybe that hone in on people's hands working? You said you work with people in creative spaces, like the details of them working as well, which... Yeah. maybe not as distracting to the viewer, mm. they lead them to somewhere. Absolutely. You don't want your website full of full of you. You want, uh, you want it to be you, of course. But, yes, those images are so important, images of your know, hands across the, the keyboard or even hands holding a cup of tea, you know, a pile of books, your favourite pen resting on a notepad, uh, you know, these sort of ones that show your environment are brilliant because they're really key for those background, you know, the, the fade into the background images where you might have text over the top. So they want to be quite uh, quite plain images, but those the little detail is what you would pick up, but the text doesn't look busy over the top. Mm. So they're really important, those images, definitely. Yeah, so I think as well, uh, what I noticed working with you is that that entire brand aesthetic is really important to get right as well. Um, you know, so from do you, when you're like, you know, concepting websites with people and coming up with those brand aesthetics, are you sort of advising them on how and guiding them maybe if they are going to do photo shoots on the kind of colour schemes and that kind of thing that they should be including in their photo shoots? Yeah, definitely. And it's so brilliant when you can get that all sort of um, done at the same time. So if we've just gone through a a brand identity kit, which is your colour palette and your fonts and your brand aesthetic and, you know, looking at your ideal clients or who you're actually talking to, you can then match the imagery to that and it just becomes so much easier so you're not you're not trying to guess about the images you're not trying to guess what 
what would look good. You actually know this is the this is my ideal client. This is who I'm talking to. So they're going to appreciate images of you know the my hands or the crystals or candles or you know this sort of thing. They actually they they connect with those elements. Yeah. And I think the great thing about those two is that then they can double up, obviously, you know, across other materials. So, you know, not just on websites, we're talking other purposes like your marketing materials or your social media feed and all of that mm. kind of thing. So it's not a one and done cut type of thing when you spend a little bit of time exploring those more detailed shots with your clients. I find that, you know, in the hands of someone like you that knows how to put them to good use and make mm. them, you know, bring it all together and bring different graphics and text and things yeah. over the top of it. Um, it's, yeah, they're, they're just such highly valuable content for the clients absolutely and and some images might seem really random but they they blend beautifully with your overall aesthetics so for example uh, you know if you're wearing if you wear a lot of linen then a lovely close-up uh, of the of draped linen fabric is is perfect you know things like that where they are still they're a representation of your brand and your aesthetic and subconsciously it all just comes in cohesively oh you've just opened my mind Elise because I was thinking that just there it's it's an interesting one because when you're on a photo shoot and you've got certain lighting conditions and then there's like a filter or a temperature to the photos and there's a mood and it's an aesthetic I didn't even think about doing that and coming in and sort of draping the fabrics of their clothes and things like that to create even more valuable content for them, which is, yeah, in in line and sort of all on on par with each other. That's a fantastic idea. (laughs) I am going to be implementing that one. You know, even even those those shots are great for social media. You know, if you've got testimonials and you just want a background shot, so nothing busy, it's just a textural shot that you can put text over the front of. And if it's your own, if it's you, if you know that it's your own texture, it's your own fabric, yeah, it's so much more personal and you're so much more proud of it as well, I think. Yeah, and I guess if you're going into people's houses as well, you can actually kind of, you know, do it like when they're getting ready or in changes and stuff, you can be going around their house and creating like that whole suite of just textural oh, elements from, from their own environment. Oh, I love this. And the great thing is, guys, is that sort of content doesn't take the high-end retouching that working with faces or close-up portraits is going to take. So it's not time intensive to to do in post-production either. So, yeah, while you're on the job, definitely don't miss the opportunity to do that. From from a person who loves to photograph people, I actually struggle with inanimate objects and putting together flat lays. So this actually sings true to me to just do textural elements rather than trying to put multiple things together. Um, because, sure. you know, sometimes people will turn up to shoots and they've got like, you know, boxes and boxes of props. And they're like, I just want you to create flat lays. And my brain just kind of fuzzes up. <laughs> when yeah, when I was photographing Delise, you brought some beautiful stuff, but you also brought <laughs> some samples of the way you wanted it put together. And Delise sort of was building the stories with me and we were working together on it, which was wonderful. But other people that don't have that design, I kind of give you this, you know, mismatched wonky books and they go, I just picked everything off the shelf in my office. And you're like, <laughs> how do I put that mug and that book and that you know thing together so <laughs> so I guess I just wanted to maybe pick your brain as well about maybe some tips that you can give photographers for creating images 
for marketing purposes, we've just talked there about, you know, creating the, those graphics where you can put testimonials. Are there other sort of things from a designer's point of view that you find frustrating when you get some people's images? Are there other things to avoid or things to make sure that you, you tick off during the photo shoot? During the photo shoot, I, look, I, I think the most important thing is just to get a really good variety of photos. So something that I, I do find frustrating is if I get a whole pile of portrait photos, mm. you know, just um, and, and, and no landscape or no square. It's, yeah. you know, so and they're not, they're all hitting then, one note too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And a, a lot of the times with your website, you know, it's the landscape um, that you work with the most because you've got those, you know, the landscape background images are really key. So I think having a, a variety of sizes and a variety of, um, of, of content to, to build a story is super important. So, yes, get the, the uh, face to the camera, but also, you know, don't, don't be scared of, you know, back to the to the camera or, or you know, those those shots that are in in motion. And those shots that we've that we've spoken about, you know, just a variety of, of textural shots, uh, face shots, activity shots. Variety is the key. Right. <laughs> sum it up. Yeah. And uh yeah, so because I think this is something that I find a lot of photographers struggle with, particularly who've probably come from portrait world and moving mm -hmm. into the business or the personal branding, the branding, the, the corporate, whatever you want to call it, the, the uh, commercial side of things is that to, to literally train your brain to flip the camera sometimes is quite difficult because we mm -hmm. were, we were yeah. sort of taught to crop in camera. And so then okay. to sort of, you know, take into account, you know, and, and obviously for us um, in a technical way is like, you know, placing the subject matter on the rule of thirds helps the designers like you to have that negative space on the side of the photos, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Don't be scared of white space. Um, I mean, we, yeah, we, we call it the white space area and that's where, you know, text can live. So, yes, negative space, um, it, it, it's a happy place. We like it. Designers <laughs> like it. I love it. It's a happy place. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know that you are also working with people's mindset around branding and your coaching clients around that. Can you talk to me a little bit about that and how that affects, I guess, the presentation from a visual perspective? Sure. So I also have a, a background in life coaching and business coaching. So it they 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 were very separate for for quite a while. And what I found in going through my own you know brand identity crises, is that what what actually happens is when when you're growing as a person, uh, or even when you're going through a difficult time as a person, that can often be reflected in your brand. Mm -hmm. So your your because the the your brand is a reflection of of you. So what happens is when you're going through a uh, I guess a, a growth spurt, both you and your business are. And sometimes it's it's difficult to identify that. You know, you might be ready for your business to go to the next level. You say, yes, okay, I want a beautiful website. I'm ready to step out. And 
you know, offer my presence in an even bigger way. But then you are going, it sounds really good, but I'm not ready for that. And I'm comparing myself with too many people and I'm I'm just, you know, I, uh, you know, all of this negative self-talk starts to happen and all of a sudden you're self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. So it's that case of, you know, one step forward and, and five steps back because you're actually getting in your own way. Um, so the idea of it sounds fantastic, but the implementation of it is scary. Mm. So I work with uh, yeah, a lot of clients that, so we, we work on the beliefs and the mindset, we identify the values. So when you can identify what your values are and what your business values are and bring them together, you start to become very much on the same page. You then support that with, uh, with beliefs and you start to build a structure that, you know, you can you're you're walking the path with your business, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I love this because I've actually kind of got relationships with a few people who are in similar spaces. You and I have it as well with people who are doing uh, coaching on branding, on confidence, on health and wellness, any of these sorts of things. And the the wonderful thing is is that when their clients come to me is that they've already done a lot of this work. So it obviously makes my job a lot easier, but mm. also too, the language is the same and the person is in the right headspace. And, yes. I, and I have to say cultivating relationships with businesses that are, com- are complementary to what you're doing at that exact time in what you're doing is just so important. I mean, I've sent clients, my clients who've got these beautiful photos, but they've got an ordinary website. I've sent them to Delise and gone, she'll take care of you now. And I, I know with confidence that you can do the right thing by my images. And similarly, mm. if your clients come to me, I know that they're speaking the right language and I can just ask some questions and they're like, actually, I've already done this work with Delise. Here you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great because straight away then I'm in the right, I, I, I know what I'm creating, do you know? Yeah. And absolutely. do you find with uh, when people come to you with, like you were saying, like with images and things like that, are you finding that you're still needing to go and look for stock images? Uh, yes. Mm. So, yeah, so stock images, that's a, a big thing. And that's where, like I was saying before, those background images are so important when doing a branding photo shoot so that we can keep them all personal. So stock images are great and you know, it, I think they have their place um, if if you can source the ones that are, you know, beautiful quality and, the, you know, they, they certainly are out there. But to have a suite of images uh, that are personal to the client is obviously so much more preferable. Mm. Yeah, so I think this is a really interesting discussion and it's something when I'm going through a consultation with somebody, I'll always sort of be examining their website and I'm looking at where I know there's stock images and asking the questions to see if we can recreate or curate those and, you know, remove those stock images from the website. It's not Mm. always possible. You're not always in the exact same environment. So you don't have the extra bodies that you might need to be able to recreate those. But I do think as much as you can, particularly if you're able to 
converse with the person who's doing the website design. Do you have that at all where photographers or content creators, whether it be video or photographers, are liaising with you at the same time as you're going through the design process? Um, I, I wish that was the case. Mm. I would love for that to, to be the case. Um, yeah. Definitely. I think it would make the the whole uh, end result so much more cohesive and and personalized as well you know really really tailored uh but it's not always um you know the timing is not always right because there's a process that the client will go through and it's almost like right it's like a checklist you know okay um I'll get my colors and my fonts I'll get uh, my photos done and right then my website Mm. so it's a, it's a checklist process where you know if if we can capture uh that that client at that starting point you know right well let's make it a process rather than a checklist process it's it's you know we're all working together to get to this end result it, oh, it would be an outstanding difference And so I would say to anybody who's like, you know, maybe hasn't got, you know, an abundance of work happening at the moment is maybe to reach out to the likes of Delise in your local area and see if you can cultivate these relationships, because what a beautiful synergy for both of you. And I find Mm. I've got some relationships with uh, businesses where, you know, I, I say to some people, I'm like, I'm happy to white label, you know, you can sell me as part of your package you know, I'll give you 10% off what I normally charge. You can absorb it or you can pass the discount on to your client. But doing that, you know, obviously there's less work involved from my point of view, from a, you know, preparation sort of thing. Um, I obviously don't have to go looking for the client, but also too, there's just that beautiful kind of relationship that can further develop and support each other as small businesses as well. Yeah, I was actually just going to say that. I think, you know, imagine how that client would feel to know that all of a sudden she has got this team behind her that is, you know, is holding her and guiding her on this journey uh, to create this beautiful presence. You know, what an amazing thing to to offer. I think when we're in small business, when we're in our own businesses, it can be quite isolating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so having a team is, it's a foreign concept to a lot of uh, solo business owners. But yeah, stepping into that kind of environment where you are absolutely supported in that way, I think is a, a beautiful service to offer. Mm, and I think if the businesses, and I, I I I can already hear some people sort of saying, but what if they steal my client or what if they get another photographer and all that kind of thing? And I have to say, I've come from the wedding industry, do you know? So I had uh, videographers that I worked with every single week, makeup artists, florists, we were the team and any one Mm. of us would get an inquiry, we would recommend each other and we'd say, you have to have that person, you have to have that person, you have to have that person. And there was just a sort of a trust associated with that. And it made for a much better experience for all of us when I knew that the bride would be ready at a certain time and da-da-da. Similarly with this, I love when I can send my clients to Delise and know that she is going to take care of them, but she's also going to do the right thing by my photos. (laughs) 
Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can't tell you how many people want to put rotten filters or really tacky color schemes on top of your photos. And you just look at the person's social media feed afterwards and go, ah, (laughs) what have you done? (laughs) Canva is a wonderful tool, but not in the hands of the general population. And we yeah. all know what this looks like, guys. <laughs> and Instagram filters on top of your photographs. <laughs> oh, um, I think I think Canva can be a bit. It, it, it's a bit of a um, a playground for some people where they just want to try everything. You know, every effect. I'm going to put every effect on onto this, and I'm just going to play with everything. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably one of those people. I can tell when something (laughs) looks right, but I'm not sure how to fix it when it's wrong. And I do that. I layer in and I throw everything on the cake. Do you know? It's like, no, no, no. (laughs) Step back away, take stuff away. (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't it be awesome if photographers and designers kind of came together and could offer packages together, I guess? Is that something that you'd be open to? Oh, absolutely. It, um, it comes back to that, um, that you know, feeling of support, uh, doesn't it? So, yes, if, if you had a collaboration between an, a photographer and a designer came together to offer a service package, yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. I would be yeah, all hands up for, for that because, you're, you know, you can then manage the process together and it's just the client benefits so much from from that I think too that it's just from a like straight away my my mind just goes just be careful who you do choose to collaborate with you know in that I think one thing that's really important is that the values are aligned that you know that like as humans Mm. that you get along wouldn't you say that's important uh, definitely. Yes. You, know, you want someone, yeah. you know, you want to know that you're collaborating with people who operate with integrity. But I would also say too, is to make sure that your ideal clients are somewhat aligned as well. So that, you know, yeah. you, you're not finding yourself working with people who are not your jam. No, definitely. And, and I think that comes from, you know, developing those relationships. So when you're, when you're reaching out, you know, I think if, if your, if your values are aligned, if your businesses are aligned, if your, um, you know, your 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 direction is aligned as well, you know, you've you've got to. It, it sounds like all the stars have to be aligned in order. <laughs> to happen. But, but you know what I mean. You, you know, you get that feel. You want to be able to, because um, you're almost you're going into business with a person. So you've got to make sure that yeah, your your values are aligned, um, your price points are aligned. And that you're also, uh, you know, you've you've got boundaries in place. So I think that's important as well. Well, no, I agree with you. I think that it's important, particularly around that price point as well, is that that energetically it feels like it's an equal relationship with the partnership. Because yes. if you're a photographer who's charging a quarter of what the web developer is or vice versa in terms of where the market sits. So I'm not talking yeah. in terms of because you guys probably do a lot more work depending on the scope of the job. But, you know, mm. like, you know, effectively hours wise, I would suspect that you're still spending more time with the client at the end of the day. 
if you know that you're at the top of your industry and you're charging way big prices, you, you can't really be aligning with a company then that's sort of, you know, sort of at the bottom end. I, I think that that's a mismatch in the relationship. No, it is a mismatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. And I, I think, you know, you'd be on very different wavelengths you know, if that was the case as well. Yeah. Um, again, comes back to those values. You've got to make you've got to make sure that your values are aligned when going into a collaboration like that. And I like to here's the thing is I used to go to a lot of networking events when I first moved from Sydney to the Sunshine Coast. I went to everything and I made a lot of business girlfriends or business yeah. wives at those networking events. Oh, yeah. And it was complimentary businesses, like just like this, where we could sort of, you know, promote each other and support each other and all of that kind of thing. So if you're not reaching out to other businesses, I think networking is a great place to start because I yes. think that that's where you can sort of get a feel for somebody physically. Uh, obviously, there are business groups and there's communities online and things like that, but I find that it's really hard to actually get to know a person in a more like a, a an honest capacity online. I prefer to sort of see them in the flesh and give them a hug. How do you feel about that? 100%. Yeah. 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 No. Something and about human connection. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that it's definitely important. Where we're available, where possible. Um, yeah, for sure. And if that's not available, then definitely you want to have, you know, these like Zoom conversations so you can at least, you know, see each other and, and you can still kind of get a feel for for each other. I think there's a big conversation that needs to be had here to wrap it up, Delise. And this is one of the things that I get kind of a little bit, you know, keep digging my heels about with the students inside of my program is, yeah. is people not valuing photo content as a worthwhile investment when it comes to creating marketing assets. Can you tell me some of your experiences? I mean, I'm sure that you've, I, I don't get to see this stuff from the other side of the fence, but I'm sure you've been provided with some pretty lackluster photography and some pretty awesome stuff. So can you talk to me about the investment that you think people could? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, it, it goes the same with design as well. You know, it, it's not just a, a website that we're producing you know it's it, it's not yes that's the the end result but it's not and it's the same with brand photos and you're not just selling photos you are you are selling confidence you're selling presence you're selling a professional uh your aesthetic your um i know myself Right, having having this suite of images that I can call on. I'm not the biggest social media fan. I I struggle showing up on on social media, but I have images that I can choose from, and I know that girl can show up on social media. So I might not feel like it, but the person in that photo who I was, <laughs> that you know, I can draw on that and and put her there. And like it's done. I don't. And she have goes to... to work for you when you don't have to, and that's exactly. the thing. And exactly. it's the same. Right. I guess all of these marketing assets are the same. Do you know they're all working for the client around the clock? And yep. I, I want to really get people to understand that it's not always the look; it's the feeling. <laughs> 
It's the feeling that people get when they connect with the photo of you. It's the feeling that they get when they walk through your website. It's the feeling that they get when they see you on the side of the bus or jump onto social media and find you there. And that is almost invaluable. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, It really is. And, you know, we were talking about stock images before you compare a, um, a website that is heavy in stock images next to a website that is personalized and tailored with your own photography. And the two are completely different. You know, there is a, there is such a beautiful energy in the website that is personalized because it's, it's you, you know, it's authentically you. You're not trying to piece something together from other people's images to try and make it represent you. You know, it's, it's, it's so different. And like you were saying, you know, it, it's working for you round the clock. Mm. And you've got a, again, I'll go back to that cohesive aesthetic throughout all of your, uh, all of your marketing, you know, from your social media through to any lead magnets or, or, or course content or the website, flyers, business cards, you know, it's all that beautiful cohesive look and feel so you know the 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 business owner that has this is able to proudly stand there and say this this is me Mm. this is my brand this is my business I am authentically me now that's you know that's sorted I can get on with my business of doing what I do best Mm. so it's done you know it's sorted and that's the thing like how much business owners will actually invest in that, the time, the savings of the time, the the brand awareness, but the the confidence in their brand, I think is is the huge thing. I can't tell you how many people I've met at networking events. And I say, you know, back in the day it would be give me your business card and I'd get this don't look. Yes. <laughs> They'd hand yes. out their card and go, please don't look, please don't judge. I'm getting my things changed. And I think how many times a year do they say that to people? Oh my goodness. It's yeah. in progress. And it's like, you know what, if you literally just stopped for a couple of weeks, you got it sorted, you invested the time and the money, you could yes. confidently go, go and check me out. Let's work Absolutely. together. Like that is worth so much. Oh, yes. <laughs> It's, it's like the website as well, you know. Oh, yeah, it, it, my website address is on there, but, you know, I'm still I'm still playing with it. I'm still tweaking it. So, you know, have a look, but it's kind of under construction. Mm. Um, like and you and, and I both have total co- confidence in the way our brand is represented online right now, and I have yes. no problem steering traffic to anywhere. Look, a button link every now and then might go out or there might be a gallery that's not working on my website. Yeah. But with 100% confidence, I know that my website represents exactly how it feels to work with me right now. 100%. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's and me. I, I want to show it off. I want to yes. show it off. I want to, you know, <laughs> even, even, you know, when I go and get my, my coffee, you know, hey, check out my website. <laughs> I just want to tell everybody. <laughs> and that is like the ultimate, I think, you know, the ultimate gift that you can, yeah, that you can give. Well, Delise, is there anything else that you would like to add to photographers who might be listening, who might be sort of struggling with this idea of content creation or, you know, appropriately charging? Is there anything that you can add to that conversation? Oh, I think just that you, you, you cannot underestimate the value of it. And even, um, 
you know, when when I received my beautiful suite of photos from you, the way that they were delivered, and I will say this as a designer, oh my goodness, I bow down to you. Thank you for the way that they were sent because they were sent in, uh, you know, I had a portrait folder, I had a landscape folder, I had high res, low res, I had uh, sizing for Facebook, sizing for Instagram. It was beautifully sent and, and delivered. So as a designer, I don't need to sit there and run all those images either through Canva or, a, or an image optimizing, uh, you know, program to reduce them. It's already done. I don't have to go and resize them. So as, as a designer, that is something that we absolutely love from photographers yeah. <laughs> or from, from our clients, you know, sending images through because it, it can also add a massive cost to the client for us to sit there and work on their photos. Mm. Um, so having them delivered in that way, it's like, oh, great, we can get on and do our do our thing. Thanks for um, adding that because I, I was meaning to ask you about that, like the optimization for images and things like that. Mm. And I think that it's that's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it is time consuming for a photographer to do that. But again, what an, what a value add that's not costing us necessarily out of our pocket. If you're already sitting there and doing full post-production on the images that the clients have selected and purchased, take mm-hmm. another hour to crop them for all of the main sort of sizing and croppings, like the perspectives, because literally that is worth, as Delise has just shared, so much money to the client in saved, save, get, saving, getting someone else to do it or saving the time. Yeah. And if you leave the cropping to the client, can't tell you how many times I see wrong crops on photos and I go, oh, that was just a simple, like, you know, reframe. <laughs> yeah. They don't get it. They don't, they don't know that. So, you know, like if you can take yeah. care of that for them, you're definitely going to make your photos look better too. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Great stuff. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Delise. I've really appreciated you coming and speaking about this very hot topic. And if you guys have any more questions that you'd like to ask Delise, Delise, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me. Um, so my website <laughs> is uh, 1070bespoke.com.au and it's ten seven zero bespoke.com.au um, or Instagram uh, is also where I hang out. So at 1070bespoke. Uh, Great stuff. And I will pop a link for those into the show notes too. Definitely go check out Delisa's website. It is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> As one would thank expect, you. but it is absolutely <laughs> delicious. Well, again, thank you for coming on. What did you say? Sorry? It was a lovely collaboration, wasn't it? The website yes. and the photography. So, and, you know, I think that it, it just goes so beautifully hand in hand, the photography and the design. So. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Thank you again, Delise. And uh, guys, yeah. I'll see you next week. Pencil salty.